Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook-Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook-Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking. You are listening to the Inspired Choices Network and I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And what I do during the day is I talk money and I help people with money through my financial practice as an advisor and a, and a bookkeeping company. And we get to look at numbers all day, which I know a lot of people out there are super excited about because they wish they could do that too. But um, it is a lot of fun. It's kind of like an art project all in one some days and some days it's a really complicated puzzle. But uh, for the most part, uh, it is a lot of fun. And the main part of my practice is the same thing we do here on Financially Speaking, is we just talk about me in a way that's very human and daily and easy to understand because you can understand your own stuff and I can understand my own stuff and your neighbor can understand his or her own stuff because everybody's stuff is a little bit different. And that's all you really need to understand is what's yours and how you want it to work and how you want it to grow and where you want it to go. So that's what we talk about here and we what we do is we take a topic that you want to know about and we break it down so that it's very easy to understand you don't have to feel overwhelmed or think it's complicated because it's really not and i know from being in the financial industry sometimes we make things sound a little bit harder than they are and that's why i like us to break it down here and that's actually one of the things we do here on this the network is we take the the stuff that matters and we make it easy to understand and easy to apply to your life because that's really what it's all about, about having a happy and uh, fulfilled life. So my part that I play is on the money side and then the other shows and other hosts that we have here on the Inspired Choices Network take up different topics and help break down the uh, any confusion or complication and make it easy to apply in your life. So so join us on many of the other shows, too, and you will have a well-rounded, healthy, happy life going on. So that is who we are. Welcome. Now, today, we get to pick a topic, and one of these topics that came in, I I had uh, put out on Facebook and asked people what they wanted, and credit came up. So credit, what is credit? And when I say the word credit, what do you think of? Do you think, oh, I give credit to... Um, I give credit to my boss for my job or I give credit to my kids for my happiness or I give credit to my 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 partner my house my spouse for uh cleaning the house when I'm not home or making dinner when I'm not home or or you give credit to the gardener for keeping your yards looking good or or is that what you think of or do you think um I take credit for the good work that I do or I'll take credit if I screw up and make a mistake. Or, yeah, I'll take credit for that even if I didn't do it and I accidentally got the accolades for it at work. So you take credit when credit isn't due. What do you think of when I say credit? Or do you think of credit card? Or do you think of, oh, I'm going to buy a house. I need to, they go to check my credit. Or I'm going to buy a car. I need to, I need to check my credit and who's checking your credit if I'm going to buy a car and what happens when I apply for a credit card what does that mean what's the credit card got to do with credit 
it's a piece of plastic. Like, does that affect my credit? Or do you think, what is my credit rating? There's all kinds of different uses of the word credit, and everybody might think of something different, or some of us, certain things pop in our head when I say, what is credit? And how do you feel about credit? Do you have any feelings about credit? Do you know what your credit score is? Do you know you have a credit score? Have you ever heard of the term FICO or Beacon? So for those of you in the U.S., you've probably heard the term FICO score. And for those of you in Canada, you've probably heard the term Beacon score. Because when you go for credit, that's the score they pick. So, I mean, I always joke that everything always comes down to numbers and money. And the reality is it does. And it's mostly because it's an easier way to calculate and contribute to your decision by using numbers. It's hard when you have uh, when you have something that's a little bit more difficult to measure. Like, how do you measure happiness? I remember once in an economics class we talked about this, and I remember I had a really fun, yes, the word fun in economics I'm using in the same sentence. I had a really fun professor that when we talked about how do you measure happiness, he said, you can't really measure utils of happiness. There's no there's no measurement for happy. We can't look at people and say, oh, you have X number of utils of happiness, or you have X number of utils of happiness compared to this person. So it's very hard to measure happiness. It's very hard to measure emotion. So what, what we do traditionally, and in every industry across the, the globe, we try and work it down into a number. So it has nothing to do with our happiness. It has nothing to do with the kind of person we are. It has nothing to do with the kind of intentions we have. We can't measure values. We can't measure ethics. But what we can do is we can assign a number. We can assign a number to things. We can assign a number to where you stand in line. We can assign a number to what your credit card will be because it's all about what your credit card number is. You know, they don't just put your name on it and say, here you go, have fun, charge. Uh, they put a number on it and that number gets assigned to your name. They have a number that's assigned to your name on your credit score. They have uh, numbers that get assigned to how they measure your credit and how that makes up your credit score. So it's all about the numbers. So today we're going to talk about credit, what it is. Now, when I talk about credit, I'm talking about how it's going to affect your credit score, what you do with credit, why would you need credit, and when do you need credit. So if you're going to go and buy a house, let's start with the big stuff. You're going to go and buy a house. You're going to go and you're going to get your credit score. You're going to go to someone who's who's a mortgage person, a mortgage expert, a mortgage broker, and you're going to get them to tell you what you're pre-approved for, what number you're pre-approved for, and that means they're going to run your credit score, and they're going to say based on your credit score, your income that you make, and what you're looking for, you and all these things get added together, and if there's, if there's one of you, if there's two of you that are going in on this house together, then they're going to say, Based on all these things, you are pre-approved for this number. So if it's 200000 that's the most you can spend on a house that they will cover you for. Because everything is about what number. How much do you have as a down payment? Um, how many people, how many incomes are we calculating? How much is the income we're calculating? How much debt do you have when they look at that? How much is your credit score? So when we go and buy a house, they look at all these numbers. And then they tell you another number, and that's what you qualify for. So when you go to look at a house, and if you use 
if you go to a real estate agent and you say, I'm pre-qualified for 200000 they are not going to show you houses for 500000 or at least they shouldn't, <laughs> because you're not going to be able to buy it. So that's how we use all these numbers to, in <laughs> the grand scheme of things, really get to a point where we're measuring your happiness. So we're going to go and use all these numbers and we're going to buy our house and we're going to be so happy because we've now purchased either our dream home or our first home or our house that we've upgraded to because we've expanded our family or the house that we've downgraded to because we've got the kids out of the out of the house and our family's gone back to just the two of you. So whatever the case is, you're going to be happy most of the time when you go and buy a house. Most people are happy when they buy a house. So that's one use of credit. So they're going to check your credit and they're going to say, this is what you're going to qualify for. And qualify means this is how much money I'm going to give you to loan you so that you can buy this house and then you're going to pay me back over so many years. That's really what a mortgage is, right? And then there's different kinds of mortgages and we've We've, I think we've talked about that actually uh, quite a while ago. So we're probably, we should probably talk about that again because people ask me, I talk about mortgages almost daily, actually. I don't do mortgages. I just deal with people and their finances. And that means I'm dealing with people with mortgages. So they, I get asked a lot about the different kinds of mortgages and uh, different ways they can save on interest and, and save on money and so forth. So that's a that's a different kind of show, but there are different kinds of mortgages out there, and we'll talk about those another day. So when we talk about credit, we're also talking about um, do you have, and you'll see this advertised, especially on car dealers' lots, where it's good credit or bad credit. So what is good credit? Good credit, when they say, what's your, you know, do you have good credit, they're really just asking you, is your beacon score a certain number? So if your number in Canada, your number is going to be upwards of between 300 and 900. And they're going to tell you that between, um, well, they're not actually going to tell you. Let me back up for just a minute. They're not going to tell you this is a good score, this is a bad score. What they're going to tell you is uh, based on your credit score, we're going to do this or we're going to do that or you're going to get this interest rate because that's what they use your credit score for is to say, Oh, well, if your credit score is an 850, for example, we're going to give you a 2% on your car lease or car purchase for financing. If your credit score is a 650, we're going to charge you 10%. So you can see how they say your credit score increases your risk level or decreases your risk level. So that's what your credit score does. Now, in Canada, this is very, very similar to the United States. So if you have a FICO score, it's the exact same thing. A higher FICO score means better credit. A lower FICO score means uh, not so strong credit. And it's going to affect the interest rate. If anything, it just affects the interest rate. If the credit score is really too low, then it will affect whether or not you even get approved. So that's really what your credit score does. And it's broken into about one, two, five categories in Canada. So you'll have the cat they'll look at it, they'll say what's your credit score? And if you're between this category, the low lowest category of three hundred to six ninety two, then they'll say you're approved for this or you're not approved at all. Or you need to get your score to this and then you will be approved. 
If you're between 833 and 900 in Canada, which is very similar to the United States too, um, that's the that's the that's the category where you pretty much write your own ticket because that's the top category you can be in for your credit score, and they will say we can give you the best interest rate, we can give you the best terms, we can approve you for another house, another car, another credit card. They basically throw money at you at that credit score. So that's the difference when we talk about credit scores. Now, what about the credit scores? How important are they? Because a lot of people don't really realize what their scores are and how much they mean. And most credit scores in Canada, just on an average, fall between 600 and 750. That's that's the average Canadian credit scores between 600 and 750. But the magic number seems to be 600 or sorry 650 is the score range but the magic number is 650 650 is if you have a 650 and higher that's usually when they start to give you credit or offer you credit anything under 650 is where it's a little bit harder for you to receive credit so people never understand these numbers they don't check their uh, they don't check they don't track they don't have a clue a lot of people don't know what their score is and you're starting to see now some of the bank sites uh, put on there where you can check your credit score and you can see what it is. And the reason it's important is because you want to know if you're going to go buy a house, you're going to go get a car, you're going to go apply for credit someplace, whether or not your score is even in that range where you're going to be considered. So the other thing that you want to know is in Canada, and I'm thinking it's the same in the United States, is once a year you can apply for a free credit report and you can see everything on your credit and that is really really important one so that you know what creditors are looking at and you want to make sure it's right two not all creditors get the button when they register on your your credit on your name and they register your credit score they don't always delete it once you've paid something off so you need to make sure that it's actually what you have owing on it. so if you paid your car off last year and it still shows that there's a uh, lien registered against you for that car, then you need to get discharged because that will affect your credit score. And the other thing that it does is it helps with identity theft. So that's a huge issue, and you want to be able to see every year that there's nothing going out of whack on your credit score, that all of a sudden you've got six new credit cards that you didn't apply for and, and things like that. So we're going to continue today. We're going to talk about credit and how easy it is to fix, to get, to to use, and why we want to keep an eye on it. So our topic today is all about using credit. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we come back, I'm going to give you all kinds of credit for coming back, and we're going to talk about credit. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Kathy Cook-Noble, and you are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we're talking about credit, all kinds of credit, what it is, what you think of when I say the word credit. Does it give you tingles of excitement or does it make you cringe and want to cry? Is it something you think of getting or is it something you think of giving? So there's all kinds of different connotations of the word credit and today we're going to talk about it and I'm going to talk about it mostly from a financial perspective so whether or not you're going to use credit get credit or go borrow for credit all those different things that we relate money to so let's talk about credit what what do you use it for so if you're in your early 20s this is the best time for you to start to learn about credit if you're in any age over 20 then this is a great time for you to learn about credit because you can always, always learn about credit and you can always use some advantages to learning about credit to either fix it or to improve it or to go and receive credit if you're trying to buy a house and you're in your 30s or so for the first time and you need to understand about what you're getting involved in. So people use credit all the time, all the time, every day for different things. But most people don't understand what it means with credit. That means you're borrowing money. So if I give you credit at my store, for example, that means I'm allowing you to take a product or service without giving me cash, but instead you're giving me the promise to pay. And that's your credit. So a credit card company that gives you a credit card is saying, I will give you the ability to charge to this little plastic piece here with the promise that you're going to pay me back. Now, if you don't pay me back, what's going to happen? Well, I'm still going to let you use it and charge it, but I'm just going to charge you interest. And interest is the cost of borrowing money. Now, I'm not even going to get into how I feel about the interest rates that they charge because it's nasty. And uh, the the law has set in Canada that you can't go over a prescribed rate of interest, and they all hit that prescribed rate of interest. But anyway... And it's all in small print and it's all in these little tiny three folds that come in the card that I don't know anybody that's ever read. So let's just, uh, I won't get into my personal opinions on that, but we will just talk about the credit, okay? So some, what happens with credit? So you go and apply for credit. You go and apply for a house. We talked about that before the break. 
you're going to get it. They're going to check your score. They're going to check how much you owe. They're going to check your debt ratio, which is how much access to cash you have to how much you have actually used up. So they're going to check that debt ratio. And then they're going to say, hey, you qualify, you don't qualify, you qualify for this much. You'll qualify for this much more if you change this one thing on your credit score or you don't qualify, but if you do this, then we'll get you qualified. So there's all kinds of combinations of how credit can work. That's why it's not just a straight line. So this is um, one thing I think that everybody in their 20s needs to understand before they get out there and get themselves in trouble. Because I've seen a lot of really young people uh, declare bankruptcy, which is a whole other topic and a whole other level of opinion that I have. But uh, they do that because they don't know. They get out of school, they got student debt typically, and then all these credit card companies start throwing credit cards at you. And here you are working, getting, trying to get a job, starting to pay off your student debts, and then living off a credit card with the highest interest rate possible. And then what happens? They get in trouble, and then they go see certain people, and they just, oh, we'll just make it all go away, and there you go. Like it's some magic formula. But it doesn't work that easy because all that affects your credit too. So that, again, we've got so many shows inside the shows, don't we, that we could talk about because there's just so much. And I see where people get excited or confused about the financial stuff because they make it so hard and so complicated. But we just break it apart and say, how does this affect you? So let's talk about your credit score. And let's talk about um, probably credit cards are the biggest one for people. So when we talk about credit cards, that is where a company goes and gives you that little piece of plastic and you charge it. Charge means you have to pay for it later, okay? It doesn't mean that it's free. It doesn't mean that it doesn't, it's going to be, if you charge $100, it's going to be $100. If you don't pay for it on time, it's going to be $100 plus interest. So that's the things that we need to remember, which means if you're paying interest, that's money that's coming out of your pocket too. So let's talk about uh, in Canada, there's a place called the Financial Consumer Agency of Canada, and they talk about how do you can improve your credit score. So let's talk about how we can improve our credit score first, and then we'll talk about uh, different ways that uh, we can check it and make sure that we are on top of it all the time. So one of the ways, the obvious way, is to pay your bills on time. So that's stuff like your utility bills, your phone bill, your cable bill, your electricity bill, all the stuff like that, it's not recorded on your credit report. Now, some cell phone companies do. Actually, I'd say most companies do. So here's the thing. If you pay all those ones on time, that's great, but it doesn't affect your credit. So good for you, but they don't care when it comes to credit. Isn't that funny? Now, your cell phone, that I've seen a lot of those where people get in trouble with the cell phone because they've been late or they moved to a different carrier and they didn't pay the last bill or whatever the case is. They report. And when I say they report on your credit, that means they actually register a mark where they they say every month you pay on time and you get a rating of an R1 is what it's called, which means you're you're good. Yay, you're you're super cool. You pay on time and you're their favorite customer because you don't owe them any money and that gives you a good score. If you're one don't pay on time or you're late, you get a a a, a score that's between an R2 and an R, won't be an R9, that's on a bankruptcy, but say an R2, R3, R4, R5, whatever the number is. So that makes your credit score a little bit worse. So those guys, the cell phone companies, they report. So reporting agencies are what affects your credit. 
So you want to know what your credit company, whether it's through your cell phone or through your credit card, whether or not they're a reporting company. You want to know if your car dealer, if you go and lease a car or rent a car or or buy a car, finance a car, do they report on your credit? Because if they do and you're really good with your payments, that will help make your score go up. If they don't, that's fine, but it's not going to help your score. So if we're talking about trying to fix a bad score or even get credit because you're just out of school and you have no credit, then you want to know who's reporting to the credit bureau and or the credit company. So there's two main ones, TransUnion and Equifax. And those guys are the ones where companies will pull your credit score to see what it is. So those are the big two. And those are the ones that you want to know, are you recording? Are you reporting to these companies? So when you find out who's reporting, you want to make sure those get paid really quickly and on time because those are the ones that are going to affect your credit score. And I'm not saying you don't want to pay your other bills on time. If you can, great. That's what you want to do. But if there's a financial struggle or a cash flow struggle, then we want to make sure the ones that are reporting are the ones that are getting paid the best because that's affecting your credit. So you want to make sure they're paid by the due date. So a credit card company sends out your card statement or you go online, you download it, more likely is the case. And they say, hey, it's you know May 30th and your credit uh, payment is due June 20th. So you have 20 days to pay it. Make sure it's paid by the 20th or they'll start charging interest. And then they'll log you as being late, which will affect your credit score. So if you aren't able to do it, make sure you at least pay the minimum amount shown on your card statement because that won't have as big an impact on your credit either because you're paying what they have agreed in terms with you to pay, which is the minimum amount. Now, yes, you're going to rack up a lot of credit and yes, it's going to take you longer to pay it off, but it's not going to hurt your credit as bad, okay? Now, the other thing for tips for the Financial Consumer Agency of Canada, the other tip is what really affects your credit is if you go over your credit card limit. And yes, if you're sitting out there thinking, how can you go over your credit card limit? They have a limit. Oh yeah, they can. They'll let you go over your credit card limit and they'll charge you, most companies I think charge about $29 for you to go over that limit. And then they'll hold it against you. So your credit will be affected and your credit card, you'll get charged more money. So they'll let you do it. They just don't tell you that there's some problems doing it. So you want to keep your balance well below what the limit is because the higher your balance, the more impact it has on your credit score. So even though you might have $5,000 as a limit on your credit card, the, if you keep it lower, don't keep, if you keep it at 4900 all the time, that's going to affect your credit score even though you're keeping it under the limit and you're paying the minimum. But if you can keep it even lower, so if you carry a balance on it that's 3000 that actually has a better impact on your credit score than 4900 So um, that's one of the other tips on how to improve your credit score. The other one is to reduce the number of credit applications you make. So all the applications that you make actually get registered negatively against you. So not it's okay if you go you're going to apply for a card and you you make the application and they check your credit. That's going to be fine. It's when you do all, you know, six applications today. You're going to have the more inquiries you have, the more of an impact it has on your credit and it causes your score to go down. So I, I, that part I got to tell you, that's the one that I always think is a little bit crazy because just because you're getting inquiries, that's going to make your credit score go down. 
that doesn't seem right to me. Now, from their point of view, they're saying, oh, you're trying desperately to get credit and you're going around to all these people and trying to rack up credit. Well, that's making a pretty large assumption on stuff. I, I, you know, it could just be something as simple as you're a prudent shopper and you're trying to get the best rates, but you can't get the best rates or you can't shop for the best rates if they're checking your credit because that's going to make your credit go lower. So it's very counterintuitive to me. I struggle with that one. But if you have too many lenders in a short period of time, that's going to have a negative impact on your score. So just remember that. Whether or not I think it's right or wrong, which I don't think it's right, I can't do anything about it. So just remember, it's going to have an impact. And then make sure you have credit history. Uh, you may have a low score because you actually don't owe any money. It's, and that's ironic. I've seen that too. So you owe nobody any money. You pay all your bills off and you don't have a credit card and you have no score or you have a very low score. Again, I find that extremely counterintuitive. Because for being good, you're being rewarded by getting a crappy score. So here's what you want to do. If you have no credit score, you have no history, is or you have a low score because you have no history, is you're going to use a credit card and you're going to just get a very low balance. You only need like a $500 card and go out and when you spend 20 bucks on gas or lunch or whatever it is, put it on your card and then immediately go home and pay it off because all credit card companies report on your credit score. And do that for a few months. You'll get a good credit score. You'll get start to get a credit history. And then there you go. Your your FICA or your Beacon score goes up. So it's very it's counterintuitive to make you spend money to get credit when you have good good spending habits. It's kind of ironic, but that's how it is in the world of credit. So we are going to take our second break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about what information is actually on your credit report that you're looking for. So what you are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, on the Inspired Choices Network, and when we return, we're going to continue to talk about credit and how it affects you and what we can do about it. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook-Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 
613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble, and you are listening to the Inspired Choices Network, uh, and you're listening to Financially Speaking, and we're talking about your money, how you understand it, and what it can do for you. Before we went to break, we were just talking about credit scores and how they get reported and how your credit, what shows up on your credit report and why it's important and how some weird little oddities are in the system of credit, which I I find uh, counterintuitive, some of them. But anyway, so what what is your credit report? So say you pulled your credit report or somebody, you go out and you apply for credit and they get a report on you. What's the show? It's going to show if you've had any NSF. We've heard probably the NSF term before. It's non-sufficient funds. So if you've had any checks that were bad, if they were returned. Uh, so you wrote a check, you didn't have money to cover it, it came back. And people, whoever you sent it to said the check didn't clear and you had to fix it. That will be on your credit report. They'll show if you have a checking or savings account that you closed for cause, which means it was due to money owing or there was a fraud committed. So the account got closed and there was a reason it got closed that wasn't you just closed it because you didn't need it. Okay, so for cause, that's what you're looking for. <clears throat> you're also looking for your use. So credit you use, which is, that'll include your credit cards, it'll include your retail store cards, your, um, any kind of, any kind of store that you have, like department stores. So <clears throat> all those cards that you're getting that they, you know, when you're at the checkout and they say, would you like to apply for our company credit card, our company MasterCard, our company Visa? And a lot of people do. Number one, that's the inquiry that we talked about. So you're going to get an inquiry check. And if you do that too many times in a week, we know it's going to negatively affect your score. Uh, secondly, that's also going to be registered now on your credit, saying that you have a credit card with this retail store or company and how much the, the limit is and whether or not you're paying on time and whether or not your account has been closed. So that's going to get registered against it. And that also can be used against you <laughs> is if you have too many of them. And they'll say, well, you have too many you have too much access to credit is what they're saying. You have too much access to credit. That's not going to look like your income is going to cover it. So if you go out and you have all these credit cards open on your credit file, that means you have access to a lot of credit. So if that's going to be on your credit report. The other thing that's going to be on your credit report is a line of credit or loan. So if you went out and borrowed money from the bank, for example, they will register that you have a loan on your credit score. If you went out and, re and borrowed money from your cousin, they probably didn't register it on your credit score, but they can. So those are things that will show up. A line of credit. Anybody that has a line of credit, typically at the bank, they'll give you a personal line of credit of $5,000 or $10,000, and that will also show on your credit report that you have a loan or a line of credit and whether or not you have any money on it. The, the other thing that's on your credit report is going to be a bankruptcy or a court decision against you that relates to your credit. So if you had judgment against you because somebody sued you, you owe the money, then that will get registered on your credit report saying that there's a judgment against you that you owe somebody money. Um, any debts that are sent to a collection agency show on your credit report. So I'll tell you the big one I see is the cell phones. So if you don't, if you don't pay your cell phone bill and the cell company sends 
that to a collection agency to try and collect the money that will be registering your credit score. And guess what? That brings your credit score down. Uh, any inquiries from lenders and other people who have requested your credit report in the last three years? So it will show you the last three years of inquiries. So if you went around, say this year is the year you're you're trying to get a car loan to buy a car, and you're going around to different dealers, different banks, different uh, facilities that do lending, and saying, hey, I want to buy a car. How much money will you lend me to do that? They're going to run your credit, and they're going to say it's going to be this amount. You're going to see that on your credit score. So three years from now, you're going to see all those places you went to that you went to ask for credit on your car. So that'll still show for three years on there. You'll also have on there any registered items like a lien against a car. So what that means is that if somebody registers a lien against your house, against your car, against your business, against um, any asset you own, like if it's a tool or a trailer or a motorhome or boat, whatever, a lien that gets registered against that. That means that somebody has a financial interest in it. They have it registered legally with the with the courts because you may, you owe them money, and if you don't pay them, they have a right to go seize it. That's what that means. So if you have any liens, and if you have leased or bought a car under financing, there will be a lien registered against it until it's paid off, and that lien will show on your credit report. So if I go out and pull your credit report, it will say you have a lien against, uh, ABC Company has a lien against your car because they're the actual owner of it. So that's any liens will show up. Any remarks, including consumer statements. So if there's a fraud alert or an identity theft. So the credit report isn't just about whether or not you have good credit, bad credit, what's your credit score. Yes, it's going to tell you all that. Yes, you want to see that every year. And like I mentioned before, you can get a free copy of your credit report every year. But the other thing is you want to also see the fraud alert or any identity verification alert. So if somebody tries in this day and age, it's so easy to do and we've heard all kinds of horror stories about it and there's companies out there that protect against your credit by having a membership they watch it they give you an alert if something happens but if you run your credit report every year and you just get that you say okay yes I owe that car yes I still have that that uh, car that I'm leasing or financing yes I still have you know the house that has a mortgage on it yes I you know still have that debt that I owe the cell phone company or whatever, then then you start to see stuff, no, that's not, I don't have that, or or no, that's not me, or no, I didn't apply for that. That's when you that's when you know that there's something not right, and that's the alert that you're starting to see about identity theft or credit. And that's when you really want to get that fixed immediately because it's so hard to fix after somebody's stolen your identity. They've ruined your credit. So <clears throat> that's another good reason why you want to pull your credit every year. So... Your credit report actually can, can will contain factual information about your credit cards and your loans too. Like when you opened the account, how much you owe, if you make payments on time, if you've ever missed a payment, uh, if your debt's been transferred to a collection company, if you went over your credit limit. Remember I said they let you go over it, they charge you for it, then they charge interest on it. It's a crazy system, I know, but it's the reality of it. And there's not it's, it's not an accident that the big banks and credit card companies are making a lot of money and profit, okay? Just remember where it comes from. Um, the other thing it'll show you is your personal information that's available in public records. So a bankruptcy is available for public records. So if I run your credit and you've had a bankruptcy, it's going to show on there. It's going to show that this it should, hopefully, 
show that it's discharged. And if it doesn't show that it's discharged and it was discharged, you want to get that fixed because that's kind of a big deal. Now, the other thing it'll show you is about identity theft. And that's what we just mentioned uh, briefly. But that's a big deal. So if you, what happens if you suspect your identity has been stolen? Well, in Canada, we have the Federal Trade Commission. And what you do is you can either call them or you can go to identitytheft.gov and report it because you want to make sure that anything from that point on that happens is reported not as you. So it will not be um, somebody going out to get a credit card, for example, in your name. If there's a credit alert or identity theft alert on your file, then when the lender sends it, they're going to know that they shouldn't approve it because there's some some identity issues there. They have an identity theft hotline that you can call um, or you can call one of the major credit bureaus and put a fraud alert on your record like Equifax and TransUnion that we just talked about. And I definitely would do that because you don't want to have your identity stolen. So how do you know if it's been stolen? Well, let's just... uh, it's incredible how you would think, oh, I would know it's so easy, but it's really not. And you'd be surprised at how, how good people are at stealing your identity. So if you start to see withdrawals from your bank account that you can't explain, and they're not might might not be huge numbers, by the way. Um, if you stop getting bills in the mail, and this was one of the, I remember hearing about way back when, you know, we had landlines. And I know most people don't have those now. It's all cell phones. But when we had landlines, you used to get your mail billed to you. And it would only come every other month. And you wouldn't notice that. But that was an indication of identity theft. Because you 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 don't realize that you're getting it every other month. You think you're still getting it every month. Because, oh, yeah. Oh, did I get it last month? Oh, yeah, we'll just pay it. Because you're still getting it. So any bills that you normally get in the mail and you stop getting, um, if, if a merchant refuses, <clears throat> this was a little bit old because most people don't do checks but if you had a check and all of a sudden a merchant that you normally write for stops taking your checks that means something's showing up um, if debt collectors call you about debts that aren't yours that's another reason why you want to check your credit report because you want to know what's on your report so if all of a sudden you start a call about something that's not your debt like I'm calling I'm calling to find out when you're going to pay for your boat and you don't own a boat that's a problem at least you don't own a boat that you know of. Um, if you're unfamiliar with accounts or charges on your credit report. So if you see a credit card on your credit report, and you're like, geez, I don't remember having a card with that company. You want to look into it because that's a sign too. Um, any medical providers that bill you for services you didn't use, that's more of a, uh, a bigger one in the United States. But that certainly can happen here in Canada. That's, that's for sure. Um, if your health plan rejects your legitimate medical claim, because the records show you've reached your benefit limit. People don't even think about that because how many people track what their benefit limit is? Um, if, In our case, if it's Canada Revenue Agency notifies you that uh, more than one tax return was filed in your name or you have income from an employer you didn't work for, also a sign of identity, identity theft. Or if you get a notice that your information was compromised by a data breach at a company where you do business or you have an account. So we heard in the news before about different companies that had uh, security breaches. Well, this is what can happen. That's when you want to really watch your credit because uh, if there's been a data breach at a company and now there's potential for your name being out there with your personal information, that's possible for you to have an identity theft attack. 
So those are some things that we want to watch for. Um, we're going to take our, our last break of the night, and then when we come back, we're just going to wrap up our conversation about credit and why we are going to watch it and why it's so important. You are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we'll wrap up our conversation about credit and giving credit where credit is due. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook-Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Kathy Cook-Noble, and you are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we were talking about credit, what that means to you and how that affects you and things we want to look for. And one of the things I hope, if nothing else, the one thing that you took away from today is just watch it. Keep an eye on your credit. Keep an eye on your credit score. Keep an eye on your credit report. And every year, request a free credit report. And by doing that, you can just go to the TransUnion or Equifax site and and either fax them, which is, I think, the best way, or mail them because you have to do it by mail or by fax and send in the request that you can download the form off their site and say, uh, I would like my, basically, I would like my free credit check this year. <laughs> so you can check your credit every year and get a copy of the report. Now, here's the thing, though. Uh, they'll give you the credit report and they'll tell you everything like we talked about, what shows on your credit report, number of inquiries, what kind of bills, but they won't give you your FICO or your Beacon score without charging you. So it's up to you if you want to pay the 10 or 11 or $15 to get your, your score. But like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, you can get a lot of the banks now are just giving you your, your score online. So you can just, it just gives you your score. So you can click on it and say, what's my credit score? 
and it will tell you it's a 700, 800, 650, whatever the number is. So if you go on there, you can get your score and for free, and then you can register um, with the company, like send in a formal request. Uh, they You can register online too, actually, and they will tell you. So if you go on to Equifax, for example, you can register to get your credit report right then and there, but you got to watch and make sure you're not signing up for the membership because what they do is they'll charge you, uh, I want to say $20 a month, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying you got to be careful because a lot of people don't realize that they're signing up for it. And it's a $20 a month monitoring membership. So they'll monitor your membership to tell, to see if anything major changes. Like, you know, we talked about the identity theft. They'll monitor it. And if they see any activity that's suspicious, then it becomes an alert. And then they let you know and it's corrected for you. And then there's some corrective measures that they do so it doesn't cost you money because um, identity theft correcting it can be extremely expensive. So that's uh, something you just want to pay attention to when you go and get it online okay but every year get your free report whether you do it online whether you do it by fax whether you do it by mail whatever you do get your free report and make sure what's on your credit report is supposed to be there and what isn't is fixed moved or deleted because if you've paid something off make sure you get the credit and i'm using that in a different term now you want to get credit for being good so make sure that the credit reporting company has your credit right because it's you're here you are doing all these things to get good credit, to monitor your credit, to make sure you don't get identity theft happening to you and all this stuff. And if the company that you're using doesn't report that, oh yeah, by the way, you've paid off that loan and the lien should be uh discharged or released or deleted, however you want to word it, um, and they don't do that, it still shows on your credit report and that's not right because you've done everything you're supposed to do. You want to make sure that you're getting all the, the good credit for doing all the good things with your credit score, okay? So those are some tips for using your credit. If you're a person in your 20s and you're just getting started, uh, these are things that you want to know that are going to become very important because they're going to affect many, many aspects of your life. If you're going out to get a loan, first time for the to get a car or the first time to buy a house or the first time to start a business, then these are all things that you want to know. And these are all things that you want to be able to know how to understand and how to read. Because like we always talk about here on Financially Speaking, it's very easy to understand your stuff. It's all only your stuff that you need to understand. You don't need to understand your neighbor, your cousin, your uncle, your your friend in another country. You just need to understand your stuff. And understanding your stuff means look at your credit report and make sure it's your stuff that's on there. <laughs> because if it's not your stuff, why on earth do you want to pay for somebody else's? You want to make sure that your stuff is on your report and you're only paying for your stuff. So make sure that you check it every uh, every year. And with with the uh, smartphone technology and the all the the computers and technology that we have, I find it really hard to believe we can't set an annual reminder to go run our credit report. So just put it in your phone if that's what you use as your calendar. Put it in your day timer if that's what you use as your your calendar for tracking. Put it on your online calendar and just make it an annual reminder that you're going to check your credit report and make sure you send away for it. You do. It takes you two minutes to fill out the application to say, send me my free report. And then when you get it in the mail, because they will send it to you, unless you can do it online, then you can get it right there. But if you um, get it online or you do it, get it in the mail, whatever the case is, 
actually look at it and say, yep, and just, you know, I, I would just look at it and I would just get a pen and I would t- put a little check mark beside all the ones that are yours. And if there's something that's not checked off, then you want to look into that. It's that, just it's that simple. Don't make things hard on yourself and don't make things complicated. Now, if you want to get your credit score, so say your FICA or your Beacon report is low, then we want to get that credit score up. And how we're going to do that is is try and keep your debt ratio uh, under 30%, which I believe is the number to make it go up. So if you have a $5,000 limit, 30% of that is 1500 Try and keep that as your the balance that you don't go over. Don't go over your limit because that affects your score. Make your payment on time at least the minimum, or I would suggest more than the minimum for sure because of the interest charges. Make those on time. Um, getting a prepaid credit card and using that, if you ask them if they report on the credit bureau, because if they do, that too will help your card go up. So you want to have uh, certain kinds of cards if you're going to get them and make sure they report on the credit bureau because you want to get your credit score up. And if you're getting a car lease or a car purchase through financing, ask them if they report because they get your credit score up. So make sure all the things that we talked about on who who reports, those are the ones that you really focus on to get your credit score up so that your beacon score gets up so that your credit improves so that you can get a better interest rate, that you can get um, a loan if you're looking for a loan. Um, all those things that we're looking to achieve, we want to make sure where we get those. And that's how we do it by actually focusing on who's reporting and make sure those ones are really good so that the reporting gets done. So next week, we're going to talk about financial terms. We're going to talk about what they mean, what they are, a lot of acronyms and uh, different con- different terms that people ask me about. We're going to clear up some of those and uh, understand that for our stuff too. So have a great, wonderful, and financially prosperous week, and we will see you next week right here, right here on the Inspired Choices Network on Financially Speaking. I am Kathy Cook-Noble. We'll see you then. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook-Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire. 